Excellent. Hi, everyone. Malo lava, a fio mai, matala mai aao. Welcome today, particularly if you're a visitor here today. We uh, we really uh, um, are excited to have you here and um, hope uh, that today might be the start of your new life. Um, look, uh, before I get into some scriptures today, I've been asked to give a bit of report of of uh, uh, my uh, my neighbourhood, um, which is Wellington in New Zealand, the capital city of New Zealand. Uh, the fellowship there is going really well. We have roughly around 50 people there at present. We've seen quite a bit of revival uh, over the last nine months uh, on the back of uh, our young people um, starting to take over the outreaching uh, in, in our fellowship. They're taking it upon themselves to go out. And uh, what, it's, what it's given us is a whole group of new young people, which is, which is fantastic. So uh, we're really excited there at the moment. We've got a bit of growth. We've had a couple of families come along, and uh, we're really excited about what the Lord's doing there in Wellington at the moment. Um, also, uh, the Wellington Fellowship uh, in 2018, uh, we took on an, another type of outreaching in a place called Samoa, and uh, we travelled, uh, it's about 3,000 k's from New Zealand, so we uh, got in one of those, um, those big birds and we flew over there and we've uh, been outreaching over there for a little while now. And I uh, also want to bring greetings from uh, our fellowship in Apia, uh, Samoa. Uh, we have about 15 saints there currently fellowshipping. They'll be there today having a, having a meeting um, and uh, some really exciting things going on there at the moment. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment when we get to some scriptures I did just want to share a little testimony from, from uh, Wellington. We've had some really exciting things happen uh, since we got involved in Samoa, even back at home. It's often when we go out and uh, we take the gospel out that the Lord takes care uh, of our home fellowship. And one of the things that happened to us recently is uh, we have a young boy in our fellowship. He was uh, born deaf uh, and he was healed. Uh, and he hears now. Um, he can hear his mum and dad yelling at him. So that's, that's fantastic for him. Um, and uh, it was a great testimony for us, and we outreached uh, on the back of that testimony uh, a little while ago, uh, and we, come un we came under attack. Uh, we had uh, a lady in the community who also had a deaf son, and uh, she took it upon herself to have a go at us. Uh, and she, um, she went on a bit of a campaign, um, and uh, we, were, we were really saddened by that because she couldn't see that there was victory for, for, for her child. Uh, so in the end, uh, we, we ended our conversation with, oh, we'll pray for you and your son. And she said, well, you go ahead, you do that, and see what happens. Uh, she was a family friend of one of uh, the people in the fellowship in Wellington. And on our first trip to Samoa, uh, we were, one day we were having prayer before we were going out outreaching, and I got a message on my phone saying uh, that this, uh, our brother had just been round to see this woman, uh, and her son had been healed. Uh, she, she had, uh, I guess, uh, God is not mocked, is he? Uh, and he's able to reach into people's lives and do the miraculous. And it was a marvelous testimony. Unfortunately, she hasn't done anything about that yet, but the, the testimony still stands, um, and the glory goes to the Lord, of course. So that was a wonderful uh, uh, provision there of healing. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit now, just uh, as we move into this thought about the missing piece, about one of our sisters from our, our uh, fellowship in Samoa, and I think I've got a couple of slides that hopefully will go up now. Okay, um, here's, a, here's a shot. We were there in Easter uh, in Samoa. This is some of the fellowship there um, uh, after the meeting on the Sunday. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, the, the team there are going really well. They're, they're outreaching. 
um, and uh, talking to their family and friends, and we're seeing a little bit of growth there, which is fantastic. So I just wanted to share uh, one of the ladies there. Uh, she's one of our, our originals who came along in 2018. I just wanted to share a little bit about her testimony because it fits in really well with our theme today about finding the missing piece. I might just get you to go to the next slide if you can. Uh, a sister, Edwina, now um, she has quite a large family. She has uh, 11 children. And for most of us in the Western world, that's, that's, we can't even comprehend that. Um, she has 11 children and a husband. Um, and uh, they, uh, um, when we first went on our first trip to Samoa, we found her in her mall in the marketplace. And uh, the only way I can describe her is she was devastated. Uh, she was very forlorn, very sad woman, and she was sitting in her stall with her Bible open, and uh, a couple of our sisters went and talked to her, and she, had, uh, she explained to us that two weeks prior to us arriving, her eldest daughter had passed away from cancer. And uh, she made the comment to us, um, she said, uh, what's it all about? I've spent all my time and, and all my energy with my husband providing for my children and looking after my family. But when cancer came to our house, I couldn't protect my daughter. Uh, and she was searching for answers in her life. Uh, and she'd been to many churches. She'd been in the Mormon church, the Catholic church. She'd been everywhere. And she hadn't found an answer. And um, we talked to her about the gospel. We've heard a bit about that this weekend, about the born-again experience of being uh, born of the water and of the Spirit, receiving God's Holy Spirit with this wonderful evidence of speaking in tongues and this new language that God gives us. And we spoke to her about those things. She came to the meeting that night. She had uh, came with a little bag. And in that bag, were, I've got to be careful what I say here, her togs, her bathers. And uh, she had said, told us the story. I said to my husband, I don't care what you say, I'm getting baptized tonight. I need a new life. She came to the meeting, and you can see here, we were just about to baptize her here in this pool, and uh, she came up out of the waters, and uh, Pastor Ian, it was another atomic bomb that went off. When she received the Holy Spirit, everybody heard. We're in a resort, everybody was woken up. She, she uh, lifted off the roof, and she was a completely different woman from that night. Her heart uh, and the comfort of the Holy Spirit had come into her life, and she knew how to protect her children now, and that was to bring the gospel to them. And now uh, she has four children in that 11 who, uh, who are now spirit-filled and baptized, and uh, three of them just recently, just weekend, came over to our New Zealand Youngies Camp. So it's just a wonderful story of restoration and God filling the void that is in so many people's lives. Uh, and I might get you to, uh, to turn to John chapter 4, uh, if you can, and I want to just uh, go over a little story here, um, which is, uh, yeah, has some parallels to Sister Edwina's testimony. Um, and we have, uh, I need to paraphrase a bit because I'm running out of time, but um, we have a woman here who comes to a well and she has an encounter with Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Uh, and uh, just, uh, we know a little bit about this woman. We know uh, she'd had five husbands and she was in a relationship with another man who wasn't her husband, which Jesus rightfully called out. She was a woman who was looking for something in her life. She couldn't find it in five blokes, um, and she was still on the lookout for peace and comfort in her life. We also uh, get a wonderful picture here. She had a bit of religion in her life. 
She was a, a Samaritan and she, she understood uh, uh, who worshipped in those hills and she had some religion in her life, but it wasn't enough for her. And Jesus, uh, uh, the great heart knower, looked straight into her heart and understood that she was searching and looking for answers in her life. And, and he says some wonderful things here, and we'll just look at a couple of these here. In verse uh, um, in 13, Jesus said unto her, he said, Whosoever drinks of this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drinks of the water that I shall give them, they shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give them, uh, him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. And she said, give me of this water. She was searching for an answer in her life. She was searching for comfort, for solace, to make sense uh, of what it was all about. And uh, Jesus here answered straight away with the promise of what we know to be of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost has another name, the Comforter. It brings great comfort into people's hearts because we know the work of the Holy Ghost is to search the hearts of men and women and to fill the void, to be the missing piece, to connect people to the Saviour and to the Father. And uh, Jesus Christ took the opportunity and declared it straight away. And he went on and said some other wonderful things here. Let's just go to verse 23. He said, The hour will come and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. So there's going to come a time where this opportunity for people to be filled, for them to find meaning and comfort and healing and provision in their life is going to come. People are going to know Jesus Christ for who he truly is, the Son of God, the Saviour of the world. And it says, For the Father seeks such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The answer was to know the Lord, was to know who Jesus Christ is, to receive his power and enter into this new life. And that's the answer for you too, folks, particularly if you're new here today. You might have come here, maybe uh, there's been tragedy in your life. Maybe uh, you've tried to find uh, an answer in uh, all manner of things that the world has to offer and you haven't quite nailed it. Well, Jesus Christ is here today to say to you, I've got something to give you, and it'll quench your thirst. It's the Holy Spirit. That's what's drawn many of us here today. What's joined us here today from all over the world is this Holy Ghost, because it joins us to Jesus Christ. It joins us into the family of God. We, we have found the answers to life. Praise the Lord. Uh, and so uh, it's, it, it goes on here, uh, and this, uh, this lady marveled uh, at what Jesus had to say to her. Um, and it goes on uh, uh, later on in verse 42. Once the word got out into her community, it said, it said uh, the people that uh, uh, were, were living around about her said in verse 42, and they said unto the woman, Now we believe not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves and know that this indeed uh, is the Christ, the Saviour of the world. Folks, don't take our word for it. Test them out. There'll be an opportunity later on today for you to come and receive 
the Holy Spirit, what Jesus Christ came to give. It's for you. It'll provide all the answers you will ever need. And it's here today. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 2 that we need to repent. We need to be baptized by full immersion, which we're able to do today right behind me here. There'll be people waiting there to take you into your new life, baptized in water, and you'll have the opportunity to receive God's Holy Spirit and find the missing piece of your life as we have. But don't listen to me. Don't take my word for it. Come and see for yourself, just like the people did here that knew the woman there that met Jesus at the well. Come and taste of it. Don't wait any longer. In your pain and your suffering and your confusion, there is an answer. Why not come and seek it out? That's the call for you today. Praise the Lord. God bless. Praise the Lord.